there, my name is Ana Paula Picasso and you are listening to the Blockchain PR podcast. Calling from coronavirus lockdown Italy is Amy Lacapra, an old friend and cryptocurrency blogger. Amy told me how life has been in Italy after the coronavirus pandemic and we talked about Bitcoin prices, the imminent Bitcoin halving and how Italy will never run out of toilet paper. And don't forget, this episode is not an investment advice. If you want to know more how Blockchain PR can help your business grow, just go to www.blockchainpr.online. So for people to know, we're recording this on Thursday, 12th of March. It is the third time you're coming to speak to me. We had two episodes, but they were in my SoundCloud. They're still there. We talked about the Binance hack. We talked about Bitcoin prices, volatility. So I can link that. I can link that on the the description. So if people are interested to hear what we talked about last year. Me and Emilia, we are old friends, I would say. We met in London. When I lived in London, we worked the same company. Long story short, a few years later, after I moved to Sweden, I've seen that Emilia is becoming interested in, in cryptocurrencies. And today I invited you to come and talk about coronavirus and a little bit of Bitcoin volatility again. So where are you at the moment? Hey, hello, Anna. Hello, everyone. Um, I am in my, well, my birth down, basically, in Italy with my family uh, in the north of Rome, in a small town. And uh, as you know, we are all locked in, basically. Um, Yesterday, I'm just going to give you a bit of uh, an overview of what's happening here with this coronavirus uh, care. So Italy has been on lockdown for a few days. Um, They started with Lombardy, the region in the north of Italy where the epicenter of the um, of the disease spread in uh, in Italy uh, a couple of weeks now uh, a couple of weeks ago now um, then they started locking down everyone everywhere in Italy just a couple of days ago uh, and now the measures have gone even tougher so last night the MP uh, Italian MP uh, Conte Giuseppe Conte announced uh, tougher measures. So basically, uh, all the bars and restaurants that until a couple of days ago, until yesterday actually, could be open until six o'clock in the evening. They now have to be completely shut uh, uh, throughout all day. So uh, there is stricter measures for people as well. Apparently, you are not supposed to leave your house unless it's strictly necessary and uh, only if you need to go to work or if you need to go to the hospital basically because you've got something serious so if you want to go out for a walk you need to do a self-certification that explains where you are going and um, how long you're gonna be out and uh, when you're supposed to go back home where do you get this self-certification 
you have to download that there is uh, to the government uh, site and uh, you can download the self-certification. You need to sign it. What happens is that the authorities, if they stop you and ask you what uh, you're doing, you need to have this document with you and they take it with them because they're supposed to do obviously a verification of what you mm -hmm. are declaring is correct. Uh, and they take all your data. So I think these last measures are a little bit extreme because it feels like really we are in prison. We're not even able to go out and uh, breathe a little bit of fresh air. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit extreme, but uh, ultimately, I think uh, the government has taken the right decisions uh, throughout the last days. Uh, people should stay at home and reduce the risk of getting infected or infect uh, somebody who is even weaker than you and avoid any contact. Um, and uh, um, we just need to do this for hopefully for only a few weeks, two or three weeks maximum, hopefully, until the uh, numbers of infected people goes down, just like happened in China. Sometimes uh -huh. extreme measures are necessary and uh, we just have to deal with it. And uh, hopefully this, was, uh, this will finish soon. And what we'll about back, go back to normality. If you want to buy food, is there any place you can go? Is there supermarkets open? So, um, the only retail activities that are allowed to be open are um, food shops, so supermarkets or even mm -hmm. small shops where you can buy, you know, the main provisions and pharmacies. So, these are the only two retails, um, retail activities that are uh, allowed to be open. So yes, right. uh, uh, this morning um, uh, with my family, we have a, a helper and she went out to uh, buy some food. She didn't have any problem. I live in a small town, 20,000 people. So maybe right. in big ta bigger towns is, uh, is different. But at the moment, there's no panic. Apparently, there's nobody on the streets. Uh, but there's no panic uh, outside the shops. So what the shops do, they keep um, people in a queue and you can only enter the shop one person at a time. Um, the uh -huh. shopkeepers, yeah, the shopkeepers have to wear a mask, obviously. And uh, uh, I mean, I went to the supermarket a couple of days ago and I was supposed to, I actually had to wear disposable gloves. So, you know, it's all very surreal at the moment. Uh, we are going through habits that we've never gone through before. Uh, but again, uh, hopefully these measures are going to be useful and we're going to see a reduction in the next few days because Italy has been hit really hard. We are over, uh, we are around 11,000 affected people, I think, at the moment. So fingers crossed these measures are going to be useful and yeah, uh, we can get back to normality soon. Fingers crossed indeed. Fingers crossed indeed. I'm in, um, I'm in Stockholm at the moment, so things are very different here, life as usual. The only thing I've seen happening, I was meant to go to an event last night, they cancelled in the last minute because most venues now are uh, changing their policies. If there are more than 25 people in one venue, I think they're cancelling the event. A lot of other events, even in a couple of months time from now 
there was a big one here in, in April that was meant to happen, Sweden Demo Day. They just announced yesterday they're canceling. I think at the moment in Sweden, I think last night, 11th of March, was 500 exactly of people infected and one fatality. But I'm okay. Right. You can just go out here. I'm train back tomorrow. tomorrow. I guess every country is acting differently. I live between Italy and London now, and I know that in London, uh, people are keep on going on, keep on going on with their lives. Um, yeah. I've heard there was a shortage yeah, of toilet paper. Everywhere. Yes, that was really a weird one. Um, it was really, really weird. Um, yeah, just like rushed. my friend posting on, on, on Facebook that there is like people fighting over toilet paper, <laughs> empty shelves of toilet paper and hand soap for some reason. People just buying hand soap and toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> they probably food. don't need to feed themselves yes exactly you know we we kind of i think this doesn't ha didn't happen in italy because we have uh, the famous b-day that now everybody uh, knows about around the world where uh, you know uh, well How we're fun. not going to go into much details I... but it's basically where we wash after we've been in the toilet uh, I'm totally for you know, B-Days. I really, um, I really miss them. <laughs> I think back in uh, Brazil <laughs> in the 80s, my auntie had the, the, the B-Day. Uh, my mom and my mom and dad didn't have it. It was very posh to have a B-Day. Oh, really? Then, I mean, yeah, every house It was very like, posh. You have like the toilet and the B-Day. And there were some countries, <laughs> I think, when I went to... Um, when I went to Finland, they don't have a bead there, but they have a little, a little shower, hand shower on the side. It was quite nice. Yes, many countries. But I don't know why we talk many about this now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's good. To I have might a keep it on the episode, uh, I might not, but there you go. But uh, yeah, go keep it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but funny. that's that's the main reason why we didn't rush to stock up on. Uh, on toilet paper basically so we can actually uh -huh. get over that necessity <laughs> anyway so yes it's all very yeah. surreal so i guess everybody's taking this time to go through studying reading watching a lot of uh, uh videos films and thank goodness for the internet because obviously uh, i don't watch much tv I, I think a lot of tv is rubbish so i tend not to watch it so i tend to stick more to uh, online news or uh, videos online i keep uh, myself busy a lot online so uh, and also it's good to keep in touch with friends and families away that are away far away from you uh, so yes thank goodness for the internet um, i think there's never been a better yeah. time to be thankful and grateful for having it yeah and then here in sweden there is a website you can um, even set up a notification on your phone so every time there is a new case of coronavirus you get a notification on your phone on your on your phone and um okay yeah it's a little bit i think it's a little bit too much <laughs> yeah it is too much we every to minute you get a notification a of someone being infected in oh my sweden god. oh god but 
but um, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna go for that. Yeah, I think you have to really separate what's panic. I think in the beginning, and still a little bit now, there was lots of misinformation. In my opinion, misinformation leads to panic, which is can be quite dangerous yeah. in some places. We haven't we haven't actually recorded uh, a podcast for a while, so a lot yeah. of things have changed, I guess, in the last few months. Um, so if you want, we can go through Bitcoin price, what's happening in the markets. Just to, to go back a little bit. So we having this coronavirus for how long now? Well, I, I think in China, I started um, earlier, like in December. So it's December, probably, yeah, yeah two, let's just say two, three months. So um, what is happening with Bitcoin? What um, is happening with Bitcoin? Yeah, I'm going to say there was a deep, very big dip in, a, in Bitcoin prices last weekend. So we've had another major dip today. Okay. So if you want, I can My go God. through okay. it. But you know, this is uh, quite usual with Bitcoin. It goes up and down a lot uh, uh-huh. in just a very short uh, time. So what's happening uh, now on the 7th of March, uh, Bitcoin price was over 9,000. Uh, it was, yes, on the 7th of March, it was still over 1,000. It was 1,139. Uh, and then it started to uh, get a massive drop. And it is now uh, trading at 7,350. So it plunged by um, nearly, I would say, about 18% seen in the last, uh, today is what, the 12th. So in the last five days, it plunged by about uh, 18%. Now, two things are important to keep in mind during this drop. Uh, first of all, as you mentioned, the, uh, the global crisis that happened uh, very likely because of coronavirus, uh, everybody gets scared, everybody starts selling their own assets because uh, in times like this, it's very normal that people want to have uh, cash because they fear they might run out of cash or they might be in a massive crisis, they might lose their job. And what happens, people tend to send to sell uh, their major assets. That's why there was a major drop in the stock market. I think gold is the only asset that hold, um, that keeps holding a little bit. And uh, this happened in Bitcoin as well. It plunged by 18% roughly. Now, um, so this is one, the main reason why we've seen this drop right now. Uh, this has disappointed a lot of people because um, in times like this, uh, there were experts that were saying Bitcoin is a safe haven. Uh, it's not going to happen to Bitcoin. Now, the, the, the good news is that it didn't plunge that much. Um, it actually, it, it is actually holding relatively well now obviously today we've seen a major drop but normally I would say uh, in the range of 10% uh, it's still quite reasonable drop even for Bitcoin so it's not a massive massive issue um, 
I mean, um, I haven't sold anything and I have no intention of selling anything because I do believe that Bitcoin is a safe haven. Um, whereas the other day I sold some stocks because I don't believe they're a safe haven at all. They are actually uh, very, very risky, much more risky uh, than Bitcoin to me and uh, obviously to people that believe in, uh, in Bitcoin. Um, the second reason that we need to keep very much in mind is that we are approaching the halving. So the halving is only uh, about uh, 60 days away from today. So we know the halving is going to be a major event when the production of uh, Bitcoins is going to be halved. So uh, blocks that are currently generating 12.5 Bitcoin um, will start generating half of them. So only 625 Bitcoin per block. This is going to create a massive shock in the mining industry. Let's not hide behind it because this happened in the previous two halvings that were, uh, that are part of uh, Bitcoin history. So what happens normally around the halving, the price of Bitcoin drops, especially after the halving, because it is a shock to miners, because obviously, uh, for the same hashing power, they see the generation of their Bitcoins halved. So obviously, it, it will create a, a shock. But uh, what's going to happen um, is that it, it, this shock will last for probably a few weeks and then the miners will readjust to the situation because this is what happens before. Um, some experts say that some of the miners, the smaller miners are going to be uh, basically uh, wiped off the market uh, and only the strongest and biggest uh, miners are going to be in, in, in the place and uh, uh, keep, generating, uh, keep generating good results. So what we will see after the halving is that slowly it will readjust to normal, to normality for the miners and then after a few months we will see the price of Bitcoin going back up and and uh, let's remember that uh, the Bitcoin all-time high of December 2017 was one year and a half after 2016 halving. So we need to be patient. Um, we will get there. Uh, there are experts that predict that by the end of 2021, so exactly one year and a half after the 2020 halving, uh, Bitcoin price will reach 100000 dollars uh, this is still in place this is still very much happening what we need to do is that we need to prepare ourselves for a drop possibly in the next two or three months now as usual nobody knows for sure what's going to happen especially with bitcoin it's all very unpredictable but this is what uh, most are um, are actually agreeing on what will happen in the next few months. So let's expect another drop of Bitcoin, um, possibly in the 6,000 range, maybe 5,000, who knows. Um, but uh, that is very likely. So if that happens, it shouldn't be a shock to everyone. This is quite, uh, this is what's predicted already. And then over the months uh, along um, 2000, 
2020 and 2021, we will see a, a new uh, all-time high, um, likely, of Bitcoin. I hope it makes all sense what I've just uh, described and hopefully it is useful. No, it does. Thank you. That's very good explanation. Actually, if you don't mind, I would like to add something on this, uh, if I have just a couple of minutes. Um, One of the main features of Bitcoin is the hash rate. Probably people have heard of uh, hash rate. What it is, is basically what gives the power to Bitcoin is the energy that is necessary to create uh, blocks uh, that contain Bitcoin. Uh, so it's like the feed, it's like the pulse, it's like the, 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 the energy really that creates Bitcoin. Now, over the time, we have only seen a massive increase of the hash rate. And now, uh, just a few days ago, it hit a new all-time high. Now, I'm not going to go into details too much about numbers, what are what is this, uh, um, uh, this, uh, the, the actual numbers of uh, hash rate. I can try. Uh, it is, uh, at the moment... Uh, around, it is approaching 140 uh, terabytes. Um, so it probably doesn't mean much to most of us. Uh, but uh, what's important to understand is that it it has recently reached a new all-time high. So it means that the Bitcoin network is extremely strong, extremely robust, and very very safe. It means that uh, it is more and more difficult to provide a 51% attack on the Bitcoin blockchain. This is very important because it's what creates uh, trust in the blockchain. This is what creates um, confidence that the the network is strong. So it's a very important feature that everybody should be aware about. Um, I think more than the price, this is actually a, a feature that is even more important than the price. Because again, it's what gives confidence to people that the Bitcoin network is strong, very much alive and very difficult, uh, actually nearly impossible to hack and to attack. So let's keep this in mind in the following weeks, in the following months, because it's a very important point and uh, uh, we should really um, not look at the price that much at the moment because it's going to be very volatile. Um, but if we keep in mind that the network is robust, uh, we, um, we're going to have more confidence in Bitcoin. What about the other crypto? Do you want to talk about them? All the other cryptos are actually performing even actually much worse than Bitcoin because I can see that Bitcoin is down Mm 5.72% at the moment. Ethereum is down 14.29%, Ripple 8.83% and so on. Um, There is a massive drop in all of the major cryptocurrencies over 10%. I can see Chainlink, which is one of the best assets in terms of performance in the last few months and weeks is down by 21%. So, and oh, Tezos wow. is down 19%. So, it's because um, I had bought some Chainlink a few months ago. 
and I just changed to Bitcoin. So only Bitcoin yeah. now. Well, link for me anymore. Yes, I mean, at the end of the day, um, the best asset, the most secure asset to have in times like this is always Bitcoin, because we're seeing today uh, what's happened. Um, as I said, for the hash rate, it is the most robust blockchain and uh, nobody is going to attack it whereas every other uh, cryptocurrency is very much at risk and um, you know it's the usual argument of Bitcoin against the other altcoins do they really have a value do they really have a use case mm -hmm. um, we see in times like this how much they drop and um, uh, you know, it's always, uh, this is my opinion, of course, it's always best to keep uh, the the money, the assets in uh, Bitcoin is surely a safer asset to have. But yeah, the, the, the situation doesn't look good for all of the other altcoins. They're all uh, down by over 10% today. I can see some are down 30%. So it's quite a bloodbath today. Um, yeah, this is what's so, happening. So people should expect a lot of volatility in the next few months with Bitcoin and with everything else? Yes, I would say uh, volatility very much uh, expected for Bitcoin um, and the other cryptocurrencies. Um, it was already expected before because of the halving event. Mm -hmm. Now with this... Uh, global financial crisis uh, uh, it's even worse um, and it's even more difficult to predict what's gonna happen so yeah I would say um, well the the general uh, view overview of what's happening with uh, digital and non-digital assets is mm -hmm. uh, is very it's not it's not very positive at the moment so uh, as usual, uh, it's always best, uh, you know, um, hopefully everybody is prepared for this ma massive drop that is happening everywhere. And uh, uh, there's not going to be people that are going to suffer too much. Um, but as usual, it's always good to, to keep uh, safe um, and uh, be prepared for a um, negative time like this. Well, Emilia, thank you. I... Really appreciate you taking the time to come and talk about Bitcoin, a little bit of coronavirus. Yes, I'm, I'm stuck here at the moment. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to go back to London where I've got some uh, major commitments. But, you know, uh, I guess everything is postponed at the moment. So yeah. we just yes. need to keep safe. Thank you, Anna, for having me. And um, hopefully we'll speak again soon and throw yeah. a massive party when everything goes back to normality. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Thanks for listening. If you want to know how Blockchain PI can help your business grow, just go to www.blockchainpr.online.